Apologies in advance because this episode is going to be a little bit off the cuff and here's why. I've had the Fen treasure on my list of things to talk about on this podcast for at least three years. Like it was one of the very first things I had on my list when I was just sketching out the concept for this back when Anchor was like basically not even an app and I was in like beta testing and doing things with them. And anyway, it was years ago, like 2017 maybe i don't know it was a long time ago and the fan treasure was always at the top of my list and i just never got around to it but now i have to not only do it right now because it's timely but also because the mystery is like not a mystery anymore either because it's really not a mystery or because it was a hoax all along and now the person behind it is just tired of keeping up the ruse so First of all, just as a quick aside, it's been a long time since I've actually recorded a podcast. Most of the things that you've been listening to steadily for the last couple of months have been things that I pre-recorded and then scheduled out in anticipation of my health going on a steady downturn, which it did. Several hospitalizations, surgery, all in the middle of a global pandemic which nobody was prepared for least of all me and my non-existent immune system so i've pretty much been held up trying not to die and admittedly i planned ahead enough that everything would be scheduled out because i knew i wasn't going to have the wherewithal to record a podcast and even now recording this one for you just on my phone not moving on my couch Uh, it is probably not going to be up to par because I don't have my nice setup. But that being said, this is the first thing I've been legitimately excited about or happy about in probably six months. So we're just going to have a little casual chat today about the Fen Treasure. Because friends, (laughs) if you haven't already gone down the Wikipedia wormhole, you're going to want to do it. It's, It's really worth it. So the basic concept here is that this story involves a bunch of random stuff. A cryptic poem, the Rockies, and several untimely deaths. Basically, what happened here is this man named Forrest Fenn. This is his name. This is his real name. Forrest Fenn, who is a by all accounts, pleasantly eccentric art dealer who lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Basically, in the late 80s, got cancer and was told that it was terminal and that he didn't have long to live. And friends, let me tell you, just as another aside, when you get a grim diagnosis and people are really expecting that you're going to die, you make some really interesting life choices. So I'm not going to say that I'm passing judgment on Forrest Fenn. Uh, I'm just going to say that I'm a little bit jealous that this is what he came up with in response to that. And meanwhile, I've just been thinking, hmm, I wonder what would happen if I just decided to paint my toenails blue 
every day for six months until it builds up like an armor. Anyway, Forrest Fenn, in the face of this terminal diagnosis, decided that he was going to take some of the money that he had from being a very successful art dealer for many, many, many years and invested in doing a little side project, which was basically that he was going to get a really, really nice looking chest, fill it with, I don't know, some gold and some jewels, maybe get it appraised and then stick it in the Rocky Mountains. And then he was going to write a cryptic poem that supposedly would have the clues that could lead somebody to his cache of treasure. Now, the thing is, is that this wasn't just like some pipe dream that he came up with to make himself feel better. Supposedly, he really actually did this. And he lugged this like 20 pound treasure chest, which literally by all accounts looks exactly like every treasure chest that you've ever seen depicted in a pirate cartoon. It was like, had like the brass lock on the front and was like, you know, could just like open up and then was full of literally gold and jewels that have been said to be worth about $2 million. So the thing is though, is that he like hauled all of this, this is his story, he hauled all of it up into the Rockies by himself, didn't tell anybody where it was, went on to then, you know, widely distribute his poem, which I suppose I should read to you so that you know, before we even get started, what people were working with here. And uh, his poem went as this, as I have gone alone in there, and with my treasures bold, I can keep my secret where, and hint of riches new and old. Begin in where warm waters halt, and take it in the canyon down, not far, but too far to walk, put in below the home of brown. From there it's no place for the meek, the end is ever drawing nigh. There'll be no paddle up your creek, just heavy loads and water high. If you've been wise and found the blaze, look quickly down your quest to cease. But tarry scant with marvel gaze, just take the chest and go in peace. So why is it that I must go and leave my trove for all to seek? The answer I already know. I've done it tired, and now I'm weak. So hear me all and listen good, your effort will be worth the cold. If you are brave and in the wood, I give you title to the gold. Now, to really get the full effect of the cryptic crossword type puzzle nature of this, you're going to want to actually like look it up. Like if you just Google it, you can find the text of the poem and look at it. But there's like some important capitalizations and all of this. But basically, he did this, he set it up, and then he recovered. <laughs> he did not die. Uh, and so he went into the next decade of his life and he was like, cool, well, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write a book, a memoir, as one does, and he told some interesting short stories from his life, and then he published this poem, and said, look, if you can find my treasure, it's yours, it's up in the Rockies, it's worth, like, two million dollars, and this, like, kind of boomed after that. I mean, once it was out there in the book and then people actually, like, really knew about it and heard about it, people who were already adventurer types or people who wanted to be out in nature with, like, a purpose really held on to it. And so over the next approximately two decades, 
they think around 3,500,000, 350,000 people, 350,000 people went into the Rockies to try to find Fen's treasure. Five people actually died in the process of searching. And the thing is, is that this is where it starts to get like kind of intense because it's one thing to just do this and have a bunch of people have a fun time trying to like go find it. But it was somewhere, apparently it led people somewhere dangerous enough that people's lives were on the line. And in fact, people lost their lives. And you could argue that they made the decision to do that and to pursue it. But around 2017, the Santa Fe police actually like went to him and said, can you just put a stop to this? Because five people have died. It's, you know, we're getting like lawsuits. Like people are really just not into this anymore. And Fen, you know, was pretty used to getting sued by that time because there were a lot of people who were suing him for like supplying misleading information or, you know, it was all a hoax and he was being like deliberately, you know, falsifying and, you know, people had been, I mean, he was used to getting lawsuits. So he kind of was like, "Mm." but you would think that people having lost their lives might have changed his mind but he was getting really old and he just was kind of like you know look I wrote the book I published the poem and now I run a blog and I give little hints and people talk to me about trying to find it and I don't tell them anything I'm just letting them go look for it and he I think felt like he was all like hands off um that being said there were a lot of people who thought and who still think that the whole thing was a hoax and that the reason that as of last week if you look june 6th on his blog the thrill of the chase he published that the treasure had been found there is a camp of people who think that he's just at the age where he can't keep up the ruse anymore and he had to end it and so he said well somebody found it finally at last you can all stop now And the reason that they think this is because the identity of the person who found it, supposedly, has not been released, and he hasn't released any more details about where it was, he hasn't released any more details about how the person found it or who the person is, except to say that it was, quote, a man from back east, which, as a woman from back east, uh, first of all, I think that, like, New England ingenuity, yeah, of course it would be, like, one of our, like, rugged people who finds it. Like, I could get behind that. That would be a likely story. Um, but it's also very convenient if you're trying to end something that you've been lying about for, mm, I don't know, 30 years to just be like, uh, it's over and he wants to be anonymous. And I mean, look, I, I have completely retreated from public life in the last year. I have full on become a hermit on the seaside. Like it's fine. I get it. If somebody wants to do that, I would not blame them. But at the same time, I also can see people's argument about, you know, Fen just getting tired of keeping up the act and deciding that this was the best way to put an end to it. But the other thing that's worth kind of thinking about here is that let's just say for argument's sake that somebody really did find the Fen treasure and they're just like sitting on $2 million worth of gold and jewels right now. I was reading something in Outside Magazine, which I like to read anyway, uh, and that was actually, I'm not really on the news cycle regularly anymore because I'm not really on any thing regularly anymore except a lot of medication and I love Outside Magazine that was one of the few things I still read regularly and there was an article about this which was how I found out that somebody had found Fen's treasure Uh, it was an online article it's a great article and they were talking about how 
well you know for argument's sake let's say that somebody did find it <laughs> what what would you do how would you do this like there are ways that people who come into a large sum of money like say people who win the lottery can remain anonymous if they so choose and can kind of be protected in terms of maintaining their anonymity it's a little complicated if you want to actually cash in on something like this like literally cash in on a cache of gold and jewels that you found in the rockies because depending on the state and depending on therefore like where on that stretch it is um first of all the irs is gonna consider that to be taxable income so you know if you ever find like a shipwreck just so you know um first of all you're gonna have to report it to the irs second of all it actually technically doesn't really belong to the person it belongs to the landowner because that is how in most states and in most places treasure works you find treasure good you found it you pat on the back for being a good finder of things but you don't technically own it it will then belong to the person who owns the land upon which it was found so that's gonna be kind of interesting and so if it turns out that this is in fact uh, a real thing that happened for sure for realsies it's gonna be interesting to figure out how they arranged for that because certainly fen i think probably would have done his research if he was going to commit that hard and he would have known that and so if there were certain legal ways to get around that it would be interesting and it would set an interesting precedent that would be worth knowing about in you know in terms of like following up and having the story reach some kind of interesting conclusion now the other thing here um is basically like what i want to know isn't so much like how the person figured out where it was because you could just as easily like stumble across something but supposedly it was a 20 pound chest with like 22 pounds of gold and jewels in it so my question is not so much how did he this guy find it but how the hell did he get it out of there and also how the hell did fen get it up there by himself which is what he claims he did that's like what i'm kind of more interested in like that side of the story is where i'm kind of like mm, all right i'm invested i'm gonna keep checking the news about this um anyway so either way this whole big great mystery about fen's treasure is now over uh because either he's just done with the story and it was a great story and they'll probably make a movie about it pretty soon uh be like direct to netflix or hulu and it'll have like you know james spader in it or something uh and then you know there's also this other possibility that maybe somebody out there is now like approximately two million dollars richer because they legit found buried treasure and if that person is not you, because I'm guessing that out of all the thousands thousands of you who listen to this podcast, that, you know, maybe, maybe some of you went looking for it at one point. And if you did, P.S., call in and tell me or like, I don't know, send me a carrier pigeon with your story because I would gladly go back on the internet uh, to to hear about that. Also, you should have a podcast if you did that and, and talk about it because I would listen to it. Um, <laughs> but if you are, of course, one of the like 350,000 people who did not find Fen's treasure, but you're into this whole concept of going on a treasure hunt and this podcast uh, that is not comprehensive, but look, if you want a comprehensive podcast about the lore of the Fen treasure, which was done prior to it being found, go listen to the BuzzFeed Unsolved guys talk about it because it was actually they did a really interesting show about it um 
and it's you know a totally different style than what I do anyway but you'd probably get a little more out of it if you were really interested in in looking at it from a different perspective and, and just didn't want the basics but if I weigh your appetite here about treasure hunting um but you missed out on finding the fen treasure just know that there is plenty of other unfound stuff that you could go searching for you could go look for the lost city of atlantis or the crown jewels of england or the florentine diamond or if you are really really determined that you want to go to the rockies then try to solve thomas beale's cold that's beale b-e-a-l-e-s beale's thomas beale's cold code <laughs> i'm tired he I mean, I'm not going to spoil it for you. You're just going to have to Google it. 